Hello, hello, hello. And thank you again for chiming in. It is your girl, none other, Monique Allen, and I am back again with another podcast. Now, you guys, it's so crazy, right? Because I know if you listen to our last um, podcast, we talked about um, testimonies and how I'm willing to receive testimonies and feedback on, you know, some of the good things that God has done for you, whether if it was 2020 or 2021. And it's so crazy because I have someone who I'm getting ready to introduce you. And I also have someone who personally DM'd me on Instagram and it warmed my heart because (laughs) this person was like, I've been looking for you and I'm so happy I found you. And I'm like, me? So it just still surprises me that you guys are really like chiming in with me every time I have a podcast. So I'm going to cut to the chase and we're going to listen to some testimonies. So, um. Tonight, I have on with me Riasha Davis. Riasha Davis is from Jamaica. She is one of my great, 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 I could keep going, but I'm going to just say great one more time. Great friends who I have met. And let me tell you how we met. It's going to be so crazy. She came downstairs, y'all. And don't call me fat. I'm telling y'all now. Yeah, no judgment. <laughs> she came downstairs, y'all. And she knocked on the door. And she was like, hey, you know, my name is Riyasha. I just want to let you know her Jamaican accents. And one thing about me, y'all, I love accents. I love, love accents. So she came downstairs like, yeah, my name is Riyasha. I just wanted to let you know I cook dinners on these days. And, you know, if you ever want to, like, you know, get some food, you know, here, you know, you can order from here. And I'm like, okay, she's just another person who's trying to just sell something. Right? She, y'all, she came downstairs with a whole platter of food. Y'all yeah, almost cried because it just reminded me of like, uh, what is the word? It reminded me of my grandmother. Like if y'all ever had that grandma that always cooked, every time you went over there, she cooked a full course meal. But every time you ate it, you got that itis and all you want to do is just go to sleep. That's how she cooked. And y'all would not believe her age. Her age is 24, y'all, 24. <laughs> Like, when I say my girl got soul in her, she has soul in her, Jamaican soul at that, you know. So, um, she's 24 years old. She also has a website, and it is called um, Riasha's, Jama- Riasha's Authentic Jamaican Cuisine. But I think it's, is it Riasha.com? Riasha's.com, yeah. Riasha's.com. That is R-E-A-S-H-A-S.com. I'm going to let you do that. Can you do that for me? <laughs> hey, everyone. It's riashas.com, and that's R-E-A-S-H-A-S.com. Y'all, her food is amazing. Like, I'm not even, like, gassing it. You know how some people just be gassing stuff up? I'm not gassing it. Just when I say she, um, she even does, um, platters. So, like, if you have, like, functioning, she does that. And she is not stingy on the meat. So let me stop going too deep in it because I'm starting to get hungry. But um, I bought Riyasha here because she has a testimony, y'all. And I told y'all this podcast is going to be about testimonies. I'm coming back with testimonies. And when I looked at her life and the things that God has done for her, it still to this day blows my mind. And, you know, like I said, she's one of my great friends. And 
I'll call her twin. So you may hear me during the podcast, like, so twin. And you're like, who is twin? I'm just now I'm referring to Riasha. So um, she, when I say when we met, it was so crazy because it's like once we met, it was almost like we stuck like glue. And we had so many similarities, so many of like same of the, one of the same weaknesses. We just like, dang, you go through that, go through that too. So that's where twin came in at. So we're going to just hear her testimony. We're going to, um, I'm going to be asking her, you know, a series of questions that I believe you guys want to ask. So I'm going to kind of be like the audience as she's sharing her testimony. So um, let's dive in. So, Riasha, um, let's start by, um, because I already know the story. So I kind of want to like fill them in. Let's start by your journey, Christ. So how long have you been like having a relationship with God? Let's start there. Um, I've always had a relationship with God, I feel like, because I grew up in a Christian home. I grew up in Jamaica. My grandmother, my mother, like all of us, we all went to church every Sunday and stuff. I got baptized at the age of seven, I believe. Yeah, I was seven when I first got baptized. So I've always had a relationship with him. Okay. And so... Now, let's kind of, like, fast forward a little bit. So, I know for me, let me speak for me now. I've had a relationship since I was in the womb, okay? I don't know how it happened. I've just been blessed since the womb, okay? But for some reason, as I got older, I started to notice certain things within myself that I thought was a relationship that wasn't. So it was almost like I had to kind of like rekindle my relationship with God in a whole nother way of living. And I learned something different about myself every day. And it drew me closer to him to have more of a relationship instead of that, you know, religious aspect. So for you, Riasha, um, have you felt like the last two years you've been growing closer to the Lord? Yeah. Um. Well, for the last couple of years, right? So because of how I grew up, I feel like I grew up on religion. And, you know, for me in religion, like, if you, it, it's like a set ground rules that religion sets for people and say that if you live this lifestyle, you're going straight to hell. If you're, if you do this, you're going straight to hell. There's no forgiveness. There's no change there's nothing you can do about it you just god just don't love you no more basically and for a couple years i went through that and like i feel like i was hiding from god per se like i didn't want to like talk to him i would always pray and everything but like i would stop going to church because of how the church made me feel because of my struggles that i was struggling with growing up and i just never felt comfortable until like two years ago yeah, two years ago when I had met, you know, my twin, Monique. <laughs> I told you <laughs> that I were a twin, going to be flying around, y'all. <laughs> and, like, we, she started talking to me, and then I went to her church because I wasn't going to church for a couple of years well because of, like I said, everything that religion had taught me growing up. And about two years ago, I started rekindling my relationship with God, and that was like one of the best decisions I made in my life, you know, because having a relationship with God, I don't know. It's just like a different feeling. Mm -hmm. It gives you a different 
peace of mind. It gives you a different lifestyle to live and it lets you know that it's okay to mess up. Like yeah. we are all human beings. Like it's okay to stumble and fall. Yeah. But as long as you don't stay down, but when you stumble and fall, you know, yeah. you get back up. And God shows you that He comforts you and tells you, like, it's gonna be okay. Like I knew you was gonna do this before you even yeah, did come it. Come on, come on. Because he knows us once you give your life to god once you let go and let god he already is the path is already written for you and you just have to walk into it yeah. you know with faith um, so, <laughs> so like once i started having that relationship with him it was it's just been amazing like my life has just been great like i'm, I'm not perfect now i've had struggles Listen, okay and I'm still struggling and I'm still going through stuff, but I'm stronger than I was two years ago. I'm yeah. better than I was two years Come ago. On. I'm smiling more than I was two years ago. Come and on. I came out of depression that not fully, but, you know, I'm coming out of my depression. Come on. That I was in a couple years ago and stuff that was holding me back that had a hold over me that that don't have no hold over me anymore that it doesn't have any authority in my life anymore because I don't speak on that I don't live on that anymore. Yeah. yeah. So basically what you're saying is you change the way you even speak. You don't right. no longer claim nothing. You ain't, you're not out here like, yeah, I have what I have. No, you're now claiming I no longer have it. Even though you still may have a little days and all, you still say to yourself right. that you don't that have this. don't live here. That sounds like faith to me. Mm-hmm. That sounds like faith to me. So now let's go a little bit further out. So you are from Jamaica, but you were currently living in Buffalo, and you are now living in Atlanta, Georgia. Yep. Can you talk about that a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot going on there. Let's let's break this one down. <laughs> well, you know, I was living in Buffalo for the last four years. I've been in America for six years now. I came up um, when I was 17. I came back to America when I was 17, and um, I went to college and graduated and then and then I moved to Buffalo New York and now I'm living in Atlanta the last year of me living in Buffalo was hell on hurt <laughs> yeah I would say but you know it had it taught me so much mm. and it made me a better person I feel like I came out of it better and not bitter come on so, like, the, the experiences that I went through over the last year, 2020, I feel like everybody went through it for 2020, but I feel like 2020 was one of my best years yet because of all the changes that happened in my life. Yeah. I got to meet me. That may sound weird and all of that, but I got to meet Riyasha and I got yeah. to find out who Riyasha is and who Riyasha want, wants to be yeah. and who Riyasha was ordained to be in life you know Yeah. and it was rough because once you chosen once God put his hands <laughs> on you trust me when I say <laughs> that the enemy gets upset yeah. he gets hurt he get mad he just want to take you out after that. Yeah. He just tries and tries and tries and tries to take you out. 
but when you got faith and hope yeah. because faith without work is hmm. dead mm-hmm. so when you have faith and trust me it's not easy to have faith all the time come on it's not i'm not saying that i have faith every day i get up every day i'm like yes i have the strongest faith in the world i don't yeah i'm still learning i'm still growing and i'm still going yeah so faith is what brought me through 2020 yeah i've had yeah. my doubts but then i had to start doubting my doubts come on remembering riasha <laughs> riasha Cause now you now you stirring up a pot, okay? <laughs> you about to have us in here worshiping? They gonna think, listen, listen, okay? I'm sorry, Carrie. Go ahead, go ahead. Mm. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Because like when I remember where I'm coming from to where I am today, I'm like, it's only the grace of God that carried me through. That's it. You know? That's so, it. Why am I doubting him? Like, I've seen the works that he's made in my life. I've seen everything that he's done in my life. So why would I start doubting him now at 24 when he's brought yeah. me so far? Yeah. When he's brought me through so much. But I think it, what it is, I think mm-hmm. what it is, is like it's the fear of the unknown. And when you don't know what God has in store, but you have to believe by faith, it's almost like you walking with blinded eyes. So it's almost like, I trust you, Lord, because you brought me from here, 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 which kind of helps me get ready for what's next. But the fact that you, you, you going, you taking me through places that I've never been before, it kind of makes me nervous because I have now the fear of the unknown, if that makes sense. So then we have to now figure out a strategy to stand firm all in while the enemy himself is surrounding us telling us on what we're not going to do or how we're not going to accomplish and how we don't qualify that it's almost like you're battling between your flesh and your spirit Mm -hmm. and it's always a battle between your flesh and your spirit it's always a battle between your flesh and your spirit when you're dealing with god because we're in the world we're here we're seeing world worldly things like so we are going to get tempted we are going to fall short sometimes but yeah. as long as you know that you, who you are and where you stand in God, and as long as you know you could go back to him and cry. And I'm not saying you should just go mess up because, you know, you could go back to him and cry and, and he'll forgive you. Yeah, yeah. But And I think that's the, one of the things, too, is that God already forgave us. It's us that don't know how to forgive and let it go. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Here, when you went to him, with a genuine heart saying, Lord, forgive me because I did A, B, C, D, E, F, G. He's like, okay, get back on your feet, keep pushing. But it's us that say all these negative things and while we're in trouble or sometimes the way we were living tries to come back and creep back through the crevices and make us think we didn't qualify mm-hmm. when it's now I'm battling between religion and I'm battling between the enemy trying to tell me how I don't qualify that there is a battle and a war going on. And I have to still remain on faith. And I think that's a that ties into that um where we have to kind of like stand on his word. What does his now you have to say? What does his word say? Yep. You what does his word say? Definitely about gotta stand on his word. You gotta do that. Because without his word, man, I don't know where I would have been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Because you got to stand on it because his word is so true because he's a God that never failed. He never lied to us ever before. He's never made a promise that he's never kept. Yeah. And not because he promised you something, that don't mean you're going to get it right away. When you because want it. Because you want it right now. Right. That don't mean that it's going to happen right now. Right. Eesh. Like, I wanted and, my and that's the part that hurts right sometimes. now. I wanted it so bad. I was just ready for it. And he's mm-hmm. like, no. I got to take you somewhere you never seen before first, set you up, get you right first before you could get whatever you wanted. I, I promised it to you and you're going to get it, but I'm going to give it to you now and you mess it up. Nah, you're not ready yeah. for it yet because sometimes yeah. we may think that we're ready for something. Come on. And we not. Come on. Gotta, and that hurts. But that's that right there is accountability. So that's taking on bad. accountability. Yes. Because it's like, who like why are you telling me that I'm not ready and I'm ready? Like I'm telling I'm you ready, that I'm Lord. ready right now to go. <laughs> and he's like, No. No, you're not. You still got work to do. You still yeah. got some areas to fix. I still gotta yeah. prune you. You still gotta drop off some of that uck and that gunk Come and on. all of that. Come on. We didn't lose Riasha. Riasha, are you there? See, the devil is a liar, y'all. I told y'all. We, didn't we just talk about this? We just talked about this. How anytime stuff start getting good, the enemy is right around. So we come against that now in the name of Jesus. Riasha, are you still there? Can you hear us? Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to save this and I'm going to do another one. So you guys stay tuned. One moment. Yeah, so the devil is a liar. So we are back, and we're going to stop. Start right where we left off at, and that's in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. See, that this is this is what I be talking about. He be trying mm-hmm. so hard, like he don't want to hear it at mm-hmm. all. Because it's these testimonies, and somebody about to get set free, and and he's mad, and that's mm-hmm. okay. That's okay. Right. Nah, but. Yeah, and it it hurts, you know, but it also makes you stronger. It also strengthens you so much that you look at yourself and be like, yo, I really wasn't ready for that, you know? Mm-hmm. He really yeah. saved me because for every delay, it has to be a reason for it. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on. And that's maturity. That That's maturity, like, I remember when I used to be a spoiled brat. I'm just going to be honest. Every time I didn't get my way, I'd be like, Lord, you don't care about me. You're always picking on me. <laughs> I was like a brat. But then when I started to get spiritually mature, I realized it was for my good. This don't got nothing to do with your feelings, your emotions. It has nothing to do with that. Yeah. This, this, has, this has, has a lot to do with your salvation. The timing of how he's going to pre- pre- present it to you. He has people that are for you around the times of how it's going to happen. He already has laid out the foundation. 
So what he's doing is trying to prepare you to get ready for this foundation. And one thing about God is he's never going to hand you something half-stepping. He's going to make sure that you're ready. So when you get out there on that platform and they ask you, how are you doing what you're doing? You're going to give the glory back to God because you're going to do it so well that when it comes, it's not, it's going to be almost like it's natural to you because he prepared you for this. It was preparation stage. Even though we didn't understand why we had to wait during that wait, it's because he was preparing you. He was elevating you. He was shedding all of those things that was not like him to be getting you ready for the very moment that you have been asking for. So even though it wasn't your time and your time is coming, mm-hmm. your time is coming. So mm, that's good. But, um, okay. So you want to talk a little bit about the process of you moving to Atlanta? How did that work out in the financials? Like how, like how, talk about that. <laughs> So I haven't been working since COVID happened and whatever, you know, but I've been making it happen. I've been making it through. So to get to move to Atlanta, first, I've never, ever been to Atlanta before, ever in my life. I've never seen it, never. But God said, you're going to Atlanta. So I'm like, okay. He's like, something down there for you. I'm getting ready to see something I've never seen. That song, it says prophesy over your life. I was singing that song all 2019. Mm. going into 2020 and i thought that i was singing that song pertaining to my restaurant that i was yeah. going to see that because you know it, i'm gonna be like i'm gonna break generational curses yeah. I'm gonna be, yeah it's gonna be big i ain't never seen nothing like that before mm. nope he's like nope nah you you just uprooting and, and moving and you think uprooting is good it it don't feel good uprooting is good it just don't feel good yeah especially when you uproot in to go somewhere that you've never never been before you've never been there you don't know what you're walking into you don't Mm -hmm. know what you're gonna get you don't know nothing about the place and god like yeah you about to go here now and you're like "Eh, really (laughs) do i have to right sure this is for me you sure this is where i have to go to walk into my destiny you sure like why are you questioning me child like have i ever lied to you before come on have i ever failed you before no so why are you questioning me Mm. (laughs) but um so to get into an apartment in atlanta you got to make three times the rent sis Hmm. was not working how am i gonna make three times the rent lord Okay, um, and then to apply to apartments um, here, you got to fill out an application and you got to pay an admin fee and $250, all of this extra stuff you got to do. Mm-hmm. I'm looking, I'm looking for apartments, looking to see if there's any way that the fees could get waived, something. The one apartment I applied to, it took like three weeks. Still didn't hear back. They just gave me a difficult time. I'm like, okay, that that's not for me. The apartment that I applied for, when I got it, first of all, I didn't have the money to pay because it was $99. I didn't have that to pay for the application and admin fee or whatever. And I 
I called my mom. I'm like, he telling me that I got to move, but he not preparing nothing for me to move. What, what am I supposed to do? I'm calling her complaining, cussing, like getting mad. Like, how we expect me to move if he not doing nothing for me to move? Because I, I try to apply to this one apartment and I ain't get true. So, like, what's going on? You hear the Jamaican accent coming out. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm like, what's going on, mom? You know, and she's like, like, my mother is really my strength. Um, yeah, she's like, has he ever failed you? No. Mm-hmm. Remember the last apartment you moved into? You, you never had nothing at all. You remember when you moved into Jamestown in college and you didn't have nothing at all, and you mm-hmm. moved in, didn't mm-hmm. you? I'm like, oh, you didn't have to slap me in the face like that. Listen, okay. <laughs> you ain't okay. had to do me like that, right? <laughs> and um. So the day came, she's like, just pray on it and trust in God. Stop, stop doubting him. Stop doubting him. And, yeah. and then it, it was in that time that I learned that I had to start doubting my doubts instead of doubting God. Um, and my cousin that I grew up with, haven't spoken to her, like, like we grew apart, basically. She sent me some money. And then my church sister, this older lady, um, that loves me and whatever and always uh, look out. She sent me some money, $99 to pay my application in and admin fee the next day. And I'm just like, wow. So I, I you know, th- this is God. This is for me, I guess. You know? And I got approved for the apartment. I got, because I had to get a job. So I, I got this little job like in 2.5 seconds mm-hmm. so that I can have something to li- to show that I I was legit mm-hmm. then, you know my twin wrote me a letter saying that I was gonna um you know babysit for her <laughs> 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 you know and that got me approved I got approved yeah. in like 2.5 seconds I'm like okay so this this apartment is for me this is where I'm supposed to be this is where I, my next move is yeah in the month of December, getting closer and closer to January first, because that's when I was supposed I'm supposed to move in. When I tell you, it was like hell broke loose. Mm. He got the devil got so upset. Mm. He just came for me so hard, like mm. he just started mm. attacking mm-hmm. left, right, center, everything. Yeah, he started attacking my business. I wasn't mm. make. I wasn't selling as much dinners as I was before. I started getting discouraged. I'm like, what's going on? I'm not making no money because I, I got to come up with rent now to move, and I got to come up right. with moving expenses to move. Yeah, and stuff because I got to get from Buffalo to Atlanta. And yeah, whatever. and I'm there like. Just going through it, just going through it, just going through it the whole month of December. Like, the whole month of December, I'm just going through it, going through it, going through it. And I never gave up. I never stopped praying. I never stopped reading my Bible. I never stopped living on his word. Every day, I just kept saying, I give it to you. You said that this is what you wanted me to do, and I'm doing it. I'm doing everything that you told me to do. That's exactly what I'm doing. And... I'm walking in faith, and that's just it. I give my faith on you, and that's just it. I, I'm done after that. Took my hands off of it, 
And even though I was going through it, and I'm not saying it was easy because I had my days when I gave mm-hmm. in to my flesh. And I was like, yo, what is going on? Like, this yeah. is too much for me. I cannot handle it. But he never give a man more than you could bear, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, just, it was just attack after attack after attack after attack. And I'm just like, what is this? Is this yeah. the love that you say you have for me? Well, come on, the love come on. Like, what's going on? Because yeah. I'm not feeling it right now. Like, yeah, I'm feeling abandoned. I'm feeling left out. I'm feeling lonely. I'm. I don't like. You need to yeah. step up and step out for me. Like, show me what you're talking about because I'm yeah. walking in faith and I'm doing the work that you told me to do, and I'm still just feeling stuck. Yeah. Um. I'm, I, so I made plans and everything. I'm still planning in the midst of all of this, not having no money, not knowing how I'm going to pay my rent, not knowing how I'm going to get here, still planning. Um, Packed up everything, still planning on coming out here. Um, Planning for the first and everything. Lady caught, emailed me like the week off um, when I'm supposed to be moving and says, oh, you got to be here by the 31st because... Um, the holiday we'll close on the first because it's a holiday, mm-hmm. and I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah. Now that's a whole nother switch, switch like that's a whole flip now. Like, so he's like, oh, 2020, you you leaving, you walking into 2021 before it, it, it even comes. Yeah, like that's what he said. He he he's like, you walking into newness before the newness even comes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, heard you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see Atlanta before the end of 2020. Yeah, I was mad as heck because I'm like, bro, I planned everything for the first. That's when I'm I'm supposed to be driving down the 31st, not the 30th. Yeah. He just switched up everything. I'm like, cool, still going along with it. Yeah. To get here, still ain't seen no money, still ain't seen nothing. I started driving out of Buffalo with a hundred dollars in my account. One hundred dollars. And I was like, I'm getting to Atlanta and you gonna provide. And I'm trusting in you. Yeah. And I'm walking into faith and I'm walking into my favor. Yeah. And I left Buffalo with a hundred dollars. And by the time I got to Atlanta, <laughs> I was able to pay my rent. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I was able to my sister sent me her bed. Mm-hmm. and her tv mm-hmm. so not only did i move into my apartment but i didn't have to sleep on the floor my god for the first couple months my i had a whole bed that she sent all the way from florida she had her best friend dro- drive a u-haul she rented a whole u-haul my god and packed up her whole house and sent it to me mm. so i had a whole bed when i got here Cause all of these stuff was here before me. Yeah. My, My God. twin. <laughs> I had a whole house of groceries before I got here. Amen. Cause my twin was like, send me a list of what you want. I'm like, what do you mean? Send me a list of what I want. She's <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you need to send me a list of what groceries and stuff you need. I'm going to yeah. get you some groceries. I get here. 
I see a U-Haul pulled up, house full of furniture. Twin pulled up, house full of groceries. I'm like, come on, my Jesus. God. Like, come my on. God. And mm-hmm. how, how I, I got in, there was no money in my account when I paid my rent. But my rent was paid by the time the money was supposed to come out. Mm-hmm. Because normally when you move into an apartment in Atlanta, you got to have a money order. And you got to have this and you got to have that. Yeah, lady said, I never did this before, but go online, do this, 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 and the third, and it's gonna take like three, four days before it comes out. So that will give you time to come for the money. I'm like, my what? <laughs> I'm like, listen, what? wow. Tell me wow. that this ain't God. Like, yeah. Tell yeah. me that this isn't everything that he had planned out and made happen like so basically what you're saying is you came down here with nothing no money exactly no furniture nothing Mm. but i came down here but i came down here in faith and i was fully loaded Mm. so basically what you're saying is once you apply your faith as the lord has given you the provision Mm -hmm. he's going to make the way he's going to make a way even though you don't know the way even though you've never seen this because i never see i didn't know the way i didn't know what was going on i was i was walking in faith my god just walking in faith just be like even during you walking in faith there was an attack but you still bypassed i kept my tunnel vision i kept Mm. my tunnel vision like it was straight tunnel vision this is what god planned this is what that is happening this is what's gonna happen this is it's gonna work out i had distractions i had oh you sure you want to go are you sure Mm -hmm. this is the right thing you sure you're not supposed to stay here nope distractions distractions. yeah nope you're blocking like it's, it was like I was in a boxing match. Like we out here fighting, like you knocking fighting. them out, and literally fighting for your life. <laughs> like you know, knocking life. them out one by one. Like yeah, but oh, that's good. Great. And you know what's so crazy? I think a lot of people don't acknowledge the word testimony. What is the first four letters in testimony? Test. And and I think that's the part that we forget. Everybody want what they want. I'm not going to say everybody. Tap me in, too. We sometimes want what we want, but we don't realize there's a test that comes behind everything. And the very thing that's going to get tested is your faith. Because the Lord, one thing about the Lord is he's raising up kings and queens into this nation. So when it's coming brats. Yeah, no spoiled brats. We can't. This world is too rough. And, and Not saying he don't able... spoil us. Because yeah. he spoils the heck out of his kids. Yes, he does. And... When he does that, the, the, that's the reason why you go through what you go through so that you can become the king and the queens that he made us to be so that when we when he do blesses us, we're not acting like spoiled brats. Yeah. And we yeah. are more appreciative of everything that he's given us. Because we had because to work we had to remember that where we're coming from yeah. and what we had to do to get where we are right now. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, all of us seen that one person in life that had everything but they were so caught up with either pride or having a know-it-all mentality or just off the wind because they never had to work hard there's Mm -hmm. a lot even some celebrities they never had to work hard and they come off as so arrogant so prideful so like malicious and ignorant towards a lot of situations and a lot of things that I feel like the Lord allows us to suffer some things in order for us to appreciate and never go back 
but to appreciate where we are. So the shedding didn't come easy. But once the shedding was over and the blessing was sitting there, you like, I see why I had to go through. And it draws you more closer to him because it lets you know I, he was preparing you to get here. You know, like Riyasha said, here it is. I'm thinking that I'm going one way, singing this song, saying I'm getting ready to see something I've never seen. But basically, I didn't realize I was singing a song because I was getting ready to see another city, not my business. So what I was doing was I jumped ahead of God when he was trying to prepare me for one thing at a time. So this step is now you moving to Atlanta. Now I'm going to prepare you for what's next. And now I'm going to prepare you for what's next. And it's going to continue to keep going. So I will say this. If you are in the same situation in life where you feel like God is ordering your steps to do certain things, go through the process first. Don't jump straight to Z. Go through A, B, C, D, E. Go through the whole process. And so you can understand why you went through, why he had to prepare you, and what things he had to take away from you that's going to hinder your process for you to understand this is why he had you here. And it even reminds me of Abraham. It was Abraham in the Bible where he literally told Abraham to take up his stuff and leave his ancestors because he's going to get ready to show him something different in life. Abraham did it. He did everything by faith. And that's why eventually the Lord had called him the father of um, in many nations. But obedience is really key. So the whole moral of this whole thing is obedience. And you cannot have a testimony if you don't obey God's word, obey God's command, have a relationship with God. Don't go by your own way of thinking, but go by what his word said. And that's what Riyasha did. And that's why when she got down here, she didn't have to worry about the finances because God already provided. So I encourage you to do the same thing. If you ever are in a situation where it's times are getting hard, apply your faith. Speak out what it is that you want, not what it is that you're going through. Come out of... All right. Sorry. The recording, I guess I exceeded the amount of time, but I was just going to finish off by ending it with a... If you are in a situation like Riyash where the Lord is asking you to step out on faith, it is at your best to do it. And even though you do not have all the resources, even though you don't know which way to turn, which way to go, how it's going to happen, don't worry don't about worry those about things. things. Just apply. If the Lord said it, it's at your best that you do it. And obedience is way better than sacrifice. So continue to be obedient. Continue to push out by faith. You want something out of life, you have to be willing to push out by faith and do the very thing that you never thought you would ever do. Riyasha, it wasn't easy for her. She had to step out on faith, even though she has never in her life seen the city of Atlanta. She may have seen it on Love and Hip Hop clips and stuff like that, but she's never actually came down to see it for herself. But the Lord was calling her to Atlanta, and she stepped out on faith with no money, no nothing, and still managed to have her bills paid, still managed to have furniture that her sister was willing to give away and what was there before she even um, arrived in Atlanta, still managed to have her rent paid for the first month. And God provided every step of the way. So this is what I mean by relationship over religion. We have to continue to push towards the mark and not always question God on the why. Or are you sure, Lord? He's a sure God. You don't have to ever question him. Doubt your doubts, like Riyasha said. Doubt your doubts. So I really hope that this encouraged you. I hope this um, motivated you. And we're going to pray out. Riyasha, did you want to say anything else before we pray it out? Thank you for having me.
I'm thankful that you are willing to share your testimony. I know one thing about Riyasha is she's an introvert becoming an extrovert in Jesus' name. We claim that over her life. And she's definitely progressed. And I just want to share a little bit and we're going to end off. Um, getting to know her, you know, she she overcame so many obstacles in life that even to this day, I'm still thanking God on her behalf on how she's done things that me personally, I probably wouldn't have done because I'm still having work on areas that the Lord still be like, daughter, clean it up. But for her, it's like she's stepping out on faith to see what God does. And I believe that through her obedience, there's going to be great rewards over her life. And this is what I mean by you have to step out on faith and watch and see the hand of God move over your life. So I'm very proud of her. And I know God is too. So I'm not going to go no further because this can turn into a whole worship moment. And we'll be on this thing crying and praying in the name of Jesus. Because that's what we do. But we're going to end off. If you guys have any questions, you, know, you can always DM me or you can write me on Anchor. But if you want to specifically talk to Riyasha, you can find her on Facebook at Riyasha Riri Davis. And on Instagram, you can contact me. Underscore, underscore. Come on. Three snacks. <laughs> so, um, yeah, y'all. I love y'all. And y'all know God loves y'all more. We're going to just pray out. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just want to just say thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for this moment, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for the testimony, Lord God. Allowing Riyasha to do what she had to do to be a testimony for others, Lord God. Giving her the strength, Lord God. Giving her the ability, because I know it's not easy talking in front of people. Not that she's talking in front of people, but she knew that listeners are getting ready to hear what has happened in her life. So thank you, Lord God, for her boldness. Thank you for giving her the strength. Thank you for allowing her to share some of the weaknesses and then how she got here, Lord God. Thank you for allowing her to know that she is a willing vessel and that she has a lot in store. So, Lord God, anybody that is listening to this podcast, Lord God, that is struggling in the areas that is testing their faith, allow them to step out on faith with all that they have and all their might, knowing that you are a God that's never going to let them fall. But if they do fall, they're falling in your hands, Lord God. Continue to keep them, cover them, guide them, lead them, show them the way, Lord God. Allow the Holy Spirit to continue to do what it has to do so that we can continue to be all that you have called us to be. Forgive us, Lord God, of our sins. If we have done anything that was not like you, forgive us now, Lord God. We want to be pleasing in your eyesight. We want to be, um, we want to smell like you, God. We want to smell good in your presence, Jesus. We want to continue to do what thus saith the Lord and that what thus saith our lives tell us to do, Lord God. So continue to draw us near to you and hide us from ourselves, Lord God. I just thank you for this time. I thank you that we can open up on this podcast and just be free in the name of Jesus. I thank you for whoever's listening. Cover their homes, cover their jobs, cover their vehicles, cover their finances, Lord God. If they are going through anything financially, give them an increase in finances. Show them the way, Lord God. Allow them to increase their prayer life even more, Lord God, so they can know what to do each step of the way, Lord God, during the pandemic, Father God. Continue to cover them in their bodies, Lord God. Any sickness and disease, Father God. Continue to cover their homes, cover their children when they're going to school, Lord God. Cover them on every side in the name of Jesus. I just thank you and I give you all the glory, honor, and praise. And that is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. amen. You guys have a great day. I love you. God loves you more. And I will see you guys again on next podcast. Have a good day. See you guys. Thank you for having me.